0: Welcome to the Hotel Analyst podcast. My name is Chris Bound, the editor of Hotel Analyst, and I'm joined as normal by Andrew Sankster, the editorial director of Hotel Analyst, to chew through three topics that have caught our eye in the hotel investment space in the last week, two or three. Um, and the first subject we're going to look at this week is the business of leases, starting, I think, with having a look at... Um, what the Irish and UK um, mid-market hotel group Delata has been doing, they've uh, they've recently raised €94 million Euros to support further growth, uh, but what uh, the senior executives at Delata told me was that they're actually going to be using that cash to help back more traditional leases. Um, they like leasing hotels, they're quite happy doing that, and that's their route to growth uh, as they build in the mainland uk to match the kind of scale they've already got in ireland like like everyone else they've reported their figures which show that they had a rough uh, second quarter of the year no surprises there but uh, they're looking positive they're looking forward to a, a, a fresh fight and having raised the funds they're ready to go and What was other also interesting was that they have decided that they think london although uh, it may be suffering at the moment, short term, they believe London is going to be a great market, medium to long term, and they are actually deciding to um, renew their interest in building their portfolio, not just across the whole of the UK, but particularly in London. And um, meantime, they announced they've just signed two new sites, one in Brighton on the south coast and one in Manchester uh, for new hotels to uh, push them towards their target for mainland uk so andrew it's a bit of a surprise really to hear them only paying scant attention it would seem to trying different lease structures
1: yeah, it's interesting. I mean we've been banging on about how everybody's switching to turnover leases. I mean they've, they're coming to um, retail in a big way, um, very traditional landlords like Cadogan Estates switching over to turnover leases for, for retail and hospitality. Um, and we're seeing a lot of um, institutional owners preparing to take on operational risk. Um, But it's great to have a contrarian out there, isn't Mm. it? And Delata do seem to be that contrarian. what they are us you know and, and in terms of timing actually if you're taking on a lease now it's it's arguably the best possible time because you're you know we're right at the bottom of the cycle we you know mm-hmm. in many ways certainly q2 could get no worse one hopes at least um so uh so we, we're at the bottom so if you can structure your deals in the right way theoretically as things recover you should be very well placed indeed um i didn't Note actually in your piece, Chris. I just got interesting that they there's a slight hedging of bets. after saying that they certainly didn't rule out looking at uh um leases which um were turnover related or something yeah, similar.
0: He no, didn't say never, he said, Well, we're, we're we're starting to look at the options, but um, so the, the two they've just signed are that you know they're traditional straightforward institutional leases they've just got their kind of their uh, their their own internal measure which is you know they won't go they need the 1.85 times cover um, yeah, of, of yeah. Rent,
1: rent versus kind of uh, yeah, stabilized income which yeah. is going to be an interesting calculation to try and do in this environment i suspect I is, <laughs> yes. that, that yeah. should should lead to lower rents actually um which is why you know it ought to be a great time to be signing these leases um but uh, you know I, I suspect that as we as the cycle does improve it will improve um, mm. i know we can be a bit gloomy sometimes on this podcast but it will but it, it will it will get better and um and as it does get better, um, I suspect that uh, the yields will sharpen and um, uh, what we'll see is um, more i mean it's sort of a further investigation by delata into um maybe some of those turnover leases or maybe even management contracts i suspect we will will see some uh, switcheroo into a bit of that which would make sense because the last thing you want to be doing at the top of a cycle is signing
0: a, a lease um because of course where like, delata come from they you know they were they were built their business on on managing other people's hotels to begin with didn't they so it's not like yeah they would never. Yeah,
1: well, no no absolutely the distressed assets i think we're going to talk about that a bit later in a few moments um but uh yeah certainly um um and so to to have a good feeling if you can be disciplined enough to hold the line and not sign a bad lease you're going to be okay it's just historically nobody ever really has (laughs) so (laughs) we'll see Uh, but you know um so uh, hence i think you know the 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 senior exec team are saying well look we 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 will consider other options you know as things develop Certainly, over the next few years, though, they're in a great place. They've got a good covenant. Um, anybody who's been paying their rent in this environment will be looked on favourably mm. um, by institutional investors. So um, th- th- they're in a they're they're in a sweet spot, I think, and they're, they're out there now saying, look, you know, if you're an institutional owner, which you know there are funds like decker as one of their one of their owners just Um, just bought their fifth
0: hotel off them so
1: yeah 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 open-ended funds like like decker aren't able to do anything other than fixed leases so that that you know at least in in normal structures anyway they are you know certainly considering other options um but uh, they still want to you know and even those institutional investors that are keen on operational risk might like to balance their portfolio out with a few fixed leases as well so i think you know uh, delata are in a are in a good spot for this and um they're likely to be one of the winners coming out of this i suspect
0: now we're going to talk about uh, a, a situation where which is turning up in more than one place where uh, portfolios of hotels are in danger of falling away from the uh, the very brands that uh, that operate them and uh, possibly kind of leaving a few holes in the in the geographical cover. So there's two examples here, one from each side of the Atlantic, um, one that uh, the British listeners will be familiar with, which is a Travel Lodge, uh, and a second tranche over in the USA uh, involving Intercontinental. Um, now, the Travel Lodge situation is uh, such that it seems quite fluid at the moment, but it's looking distinctly possible that perhaps up to 100 Travel Lodge hotels may... Slip into hands of a of another brand, and more more likely than not, into uh, and the the Ibis budget brand. Uh, this is the aftermath of the Travelodge CVA, where the uh, operating company owners decided that they would oblige all of their landlords to take a rent cut, uh, and um, as a result of those negotiations, a, a an opportunity to break the lease was included in the agreement, uh, and several landlords are now looking to do that Uh, Accor uh, in a supporting a vehicle called ago hotels has come along and made an offer which on the surface looks quite attractive and we understand quite a few of the hotel owners are taking the option of breaking their lease and signing up to the new offer with Accor's backing over in the States um, a tranche of intercontinental hotels uh, has fallen away from intercon um, they decided for reasons we're not entirely sure, but they decided not to pay a kind of minimum guarantee payment uh, to the landlords um, who've said, Well, you know, if you're not paying up, then we'll take them away from you. So, 103 properties, um, uh, most of them are Candlewood Suites, uh, but they're also Crown Plaza, Staybridge and Kimptons and Holiday Inns are all switching um, and they'll be putting under a brand uh, brand in the Sinesta brand stable, uh, which is a uh, brand that are allied to the uh, the ultimate owner of those properties. So, Andrew, some, some common themes here or are these two kind of...
1: Yeah, um, I'm afraid this is where we start getting gloomy again, Chris. Okay, um, I, 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 I knew I, it I would think- blow over. <laughs> um, I, I, I think one reading is that you know there's just been daft negotiators why did goldman's and the two hedge funds were they just that arrogant they thought they could bulldoze their way through um maybe um i don't think that is the case i think more likely is that they're looking at it and they're thinking well actually the amount of money we would have to invest to pay those rents ain't worth it we think the future is looking too gloomy um it, even in a segment like travel lodge which is thought to be one of the best place segments to come out of the recovery and um, they're thinking well actually this is you know we're, we're better off redeploying the capital rather than paying these rents we're better off redeploying the capital in in other opportunities mm-hmm. and that is a real vote for gloom i think mm. in terms of the nature and shape of the recovery equally over at ihg now the payment it's just 26 million us dollars for 103 hotels including three intercons 81 extended stays again extended stays are supposed to be properties which are going to you know be the most resilient in this um, and lead the way out of the the recession um the downturn um why on earth for 26 million us are you letting them all go hmm. it seems bonkers but unless high is looking at this thinking well actually you know we're going to pay 26 million this year probably a load more next year and more the year after and so on and so on um so they're taking a view uh, th- 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 for me this seems the only conceivable view mm-hmm. that that they don't reckon it, it's worth the, the the candle as it were um it's worth the candle in in terms of um retaining this so that is a real gloom outlook i think think taken by both goldmans and the hedge funds and and by ihg i mean you know i i don't believe ihg is so um cash strapped and that that it's it's liquidity is so much worse than it, it you know it's letting on that it that 26 million is going to make that much difference right now so um only their read of the future is or it's going to be much much tougher um so i'm yeah, I, I think this should give any bulls out there a real pause for thought as to how we've ended up in this situation because unless there's been some monumental cock-ups both of travel <laughs> lodge and um ihg th- these two portfolios shouldn't just have been you know drifted off as they have done
0: mm. well now i've been talking to some quite chipper folk this week um perhaps you call them bulls i don't know but uh, the the bosses of the th- third party dedicated hotel management companies they seem quite a cheery bunch by and large and um, leading the cheery cheery gang uh, was uh, Hayden Fenton the boss of uh, bespoke hotels they've just picked up the uh, former Shearings portfolio which means they've got 40 more hotels to manage and uh, to make things a little sweeter it's a five-year contract so um, that's quite a nice addition to his portfolio Uh, also I spoke with Nick Northam at uh, Interstate who thinks he can see a situation where he should be picking up quite a few new hotels to add to their management portfolio. And um, also had a word with uh, Frank Croston at Hamilton Hotel Partners, who can certainly see come the new year and into next spring opportunities to um, not only pick up additional uh, properties to manage, but also perhaps consolidate uh, some of the third-party management companies into bigger groups um, as uh, perhaps a bit more need for capital is uh, evident in the marketplace um so andrew are these more uh more deluded individuals or have they got a bit more right to be
1: no no i i think what's interesting here is um we've we've, the market hasn't really had the Um, option of established third-party operating companies. Sure if you look at a lot of these third-party operators they owe their origins indeed as you mentioned previously Krista about Delata their origins come out of distressed portfolios and they've been able to build um, interesting businesses on the back of those distressed um, portfolios but in terms of going into the downturn and taking on portfolios uh, you know, in terms of working with owners rather than just being seen as caretaker managers until the the the, the properties are sold for a half decent price, the, 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 there seems to be a different view this time around. It's it's an opportunity here for the owners just to to restructure and um, hang on to these assets. Um, and it, it, what's interesting with this is is the read through it's going to have in terms of the distressed buying opportunities. There may not be as many as people think. Um, general partners um, and um, on the private equity side seem to be believing. With all their distress funds, etc., they're setting up. Um, maybe what we're going to see this time around is the fine, the the lending bank saying, well, "Look, actually, we don't want to flog our assets off um, this year or next year, and only to see them sold in, back into the market in three or four years' time for." Two or three times more than we sold them for we 're actually going to hang on to them and we 'll back um, the owners and and uh, you know we 'll rec- have a full recovery, um, maybe be able to charge a, f- a full price for our debt as well in this environment, and it makes sense for them to hang on and we 'll introduce some real expertise in terms of operating companies through these third-party players so i think it's uh, it's a different take you know we've got a a different situation um, in this downturn that we've had in previous downturns with these third-party players um in the mix and it might be that you know this fable dry powder that's being held in reserve um it might never ever get used on the battlefield
0: sure we'll say goodbye for now